Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now, uh-huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, right? Gathering information, you get buy-in from every team. Uh, you know, following up, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. Thanks for making Locked On Mississippi State your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Blake Scott. This is Locked On Mississippi State, and it is game day in Startville. We're going to talk Mississippi State baseball and basketball as Chris Jansen company have a must-win game on Saturday against Texas A&M. It's Bulldog baseball against Arizona State. It's basketball against Texas A&M. It's a loaded weekend in Startville. You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Mississippi State is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. I am Blake Scott showing up uh, alone today as Bo Bounds is out on assignment, but this is Locked On Mississippi State, and we're excited to have you with us as it is game day in Startville. Mississippi State hosts Arizona State, and it should be quite an exciting weekend of college baseball as the Bulldogs, I mean, let's, let's lay it out on the line right now. It is a show up or shut up weekend for Chris Lamonis and company as they host Arizona State. Coming off, I, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, an embarrassing weekend, I guess, um, as you drop a game to VMI over the weekend in which you were up 10-1, to you lose game one against ULM, you come back, you win game two. It's all over now. That's five games down. You've got three this weekend, and importantly enough, you've got three against a Power 5 opponent who is red hot to start the season in Arizona State. We're going to talk baseball. We're going to dive into the pitching matchups, the hitting matchups as well. And then later on in the show, we're going to talk a little Bulldogs basketball as Texas A&M comes to Startville. And Mississippi State and Chris Jans, they're going to have to find a way to get a win. No, nothing else about it. You, you win and your season continues. Your chances of making the NCAA tournament continue. You lose at home to Texas A&M Saturday, and all that may sail out the window. But we will get to that a little bit later in the show. Let's talk a little college baseball, folks. Mississippi State baseball program, 2021 College World Series champions. Last year, they don't make the playoffs. I mean, we know. We know what it is. If you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a state fan. You understand what last year was like. This year, it started exactly the same. So far, it 
Do you look like you have more hitting power? Absolutely. Dakota Jordan, Ross Highfill, um, Kellum Clark's looked pretty good. Slate Offord has looked fantastic. Colton Ledbetter. You've got guys that can hit. It's a little bit different. But at the end of the day, championships are won by arms. It's pitching. And right now, Mississippi State, whew, the pitching has struggled. So this is going to be an interesting matchup with Arizona State coming into town. Let me give you a couple things about Arizona State first so that you're prepared here as the um, Sun Devils come into Startville. First pitch today, Friday, first pitch today is at 4 o'clock against Arizona State. And then uh, over the weekend, you'll have a 5 o'clock game on Saturday and a 1 or one thirty game on Sunday. I'll pull that up here in just a second. Arizona State, they're 4-0 to start the year, okay? So we know that. They're undefeated. Um, 28 newcomers on this roster for head coach Willie Bloomquist, who is entering his second season at Arizona State. He's a former Arizona State star. He is a big leaguer, 14-year big leaguer. This is a staff made up of big league guys. So this will be an interesting look at the way Arizona State is building their baseball program, a program built on storied tradition, but that has struggled in recent years. Arizona State, 28 newcomers this year, but they are on fire to start the year, okay? 4-0, and they sweep their opening weekend uh, schedule, then they pick up a big uh, midweek win, back-to-back home runs to pick up that midweek win. They sweep San Diego State. Let me give you the scores. 6-5 to they win on Friday last week over San Diego State. They win 5-3, and then they win one nothing. On Sunday, they beat UNLV over the midweek 6-3. to Those numbers sound a little bit different than Mississippi State's, don't they? Through four games, five games. And that's there's a reason why. Arizona State's built on pitching, okay? Let me give you some numbers about Arizona State pitching staff. Through four games, the Arizona State pitching staff is only allowing opponents to hit 8 of 43 with runners in scoring position. Let me say that again. Eight of 43 with one with runners in scoring position. That's a batting average of 186. 186 opponents hitting with runners in scoring position through four games. They've stranded 38 opposing runners in four games. The pitching staff, both the starters and the bullpen, are on fire for Arizona State. This is a West Coast mentality. They're going to throw a pair of left-handers against the Bulldogs and one right-hander. So that's, that's Arizona State is going to come with crafty West Coast pitching. Okay, They have not given up more than five runs in a game. In fact, they had a shutout on Sunday, one nothing of San Diego State. They have been, I don't even know, I guess dominant's the best word. Stranding 38 opposing runners through four games. Opponents hitting 8 of 43. That's a 186 batting average through four games for opponents of of Arizona State. So this is going to be a pitcher-heavy roster, but they can hit. Let me give you the guys to watch out for, okay? Uh, So the starters for Arizona State, they're going to go Ross Dunn tonight or this afternoon. Left-handed pitcher. He's a junior. um, Pitched fantastic in the opening week last weekend. Ross Dunn's going to go tonight. He's a lefty. Then you're going to have, he's going to face off against Cade Smith for Mississippi State. On Saturday, you're going to have Graham and Tima as Mississippi State looks to make changes on the pitching staff. Mississippi State looking to make some changes. No, no Casey Hunt. It's Graham and Tima 
going to start on Saturday versus the right-hander, Christian Curtis, for Arizona State. And then on Sunday, it'll be Landon Gartman for MSU versus Timmy Manning, another left-handed junior for Arizona State. So a lot of, lot of experience, left, right, left for Arizona State. For Mississippi State, it's a trio of right-handers, Cade Smith, Graham Antima, and Landon Gartman. We'll see if we see Gerangelo Sinjay or Bradley Lofton this weekend in the bullpen, but right now not slated to be weekend starters after both pitched in the midweek. It is, uh, it's an interesting situation that we find ourselves in in Startville as Mississippi State looks to find some pitching against a, an opponent in Arizona State that, while good, they didn't, it's not an offensive juggernaut. Okay, 18 runs. In four games, 18 runs in four games, but they're led by a guy named Wyatt Crenshaw. He's got four doubles through four games, and Luke Hill hitting 636 through four games. That's right, 636 through four games. They bring back a catcher in Ryan Campos, who hit 357 last year as a freshman. 357 as a freshman at the catcher position. Arizona State has talent, they've got skill. They've got ball players. This is going to be one of those games for Mississippi State and Chris Lamonis where you better be locked in. You better be ready to answer the bell early because Arizona State is coming to get a dub. Arizona State wants that win. I promise you they think they can win. And head coach Willie Bloomquist, who spent 14 years in the major leagues, is not going to bring them in unready to play. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thanks again for making Locked On Mississippi State your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Mississippi State. I am Blake Scott. Excited to have you along as we talk a little SEC baseball. And, of course, Mississippi State hosting Arizona State this weekend in Startville. They're also going to host Texas A&M in basketball, and we're going to get to that basketball game on the other side. But first, I want to jump into the Mississippi State baseball offensive side of things as MSU matches up with Arizona State. I mentioned 
Arizona State coming in, they've allowed no more than five runs in, in a game. They have thoroughly dominated, thoroughly dominated opponents through four games. Six to five, five to three, one to nothing over San Diego State, and then six to three over UNLV, four and oh to start the early season for Arizona State. It's not an offensive juggernaut team, but they have hit the ball well. They've got Wyatt Crenshaw with four doubles. Luke Hill's hitting 636 through the early season. And Ryan Campos, their uh, star freshman catcher, hit 357 last year. Expect him to be a major factor as well this weekend. But Mississippi State, they've struggled on the mound. We know that. We know they're going to have to get better pitching. They've mixed up the starting rotation. Casey Hunt isn't starting. It's Graham Intima on Saturday. Gartman is still Sunday. Cade Smith is still Friday. But you're going to have to get better pitching out of the bullpen. I mean, you lost a midweek game to ULM because you couldn't pitch out of the bullpen. Your freshman, Bradley Lofton, got you a fantastic start, and you still gave up double-digit runs to ULM. So we know the pitching is a problem. Mississippi State's going to have to get it right. Scott Foxhall, Chris Limonis, they will have to pull the right strings and push the right buttons this weekend. The flip side of that is Arizona State has been fantastic fantastic, fantastic on the mound through four games. I mentioned that they've stranded 38 runners, opposing runners, uh, in the field so far. They've also kept opponents hitting 8 of 43 with runners in scoring position. So what does that mean? It means guys like Colton Ledbetter, Amani Larry, Dakota Jordan, Hunter Hines, Luke Hancock, Kellum Clark, These guys are going to have to get on the ball early and put some pressure on Arizona State's pitching staff. To date, through four games, I don't think they've faced that kind of pressure. Now, they've had 43... They've faced 43 batters with runners in scoring positions. So they've had guys on base, but they haven't given up runs. So if you're Mississippi State, if you think back to that 2021 College World Series run, I mean, it was predicated on what? It was predicated on the idea that Mississippi State got base hits and timely hits when it mattered, right? They, Mississippi State was able to do what it took to score runs when it mattered. Two outs, men on second, one out, man on first, you're able to get that guy over and score. Last year, Mississippi State couldn't do it. I mean, I don't, you know, we've gone over it, we've talked about it, we can rehash it 100 times over. They couldn't do it last year. This year, we'll see. They struggled on Tuesday against ULM. What did ULM throw? A left-hander, a soft lefty. What is Arizona State tossing out on Friday and on Sunday? Left-handed pitchers in the starting rotation. So it's going to take guys like Dakota Jordan, like Amani Larry, like Colton Ledbetter, and especially your veterans, your Kellum Clarks and your Luke Hancocks are going to have to make plays at the, at the plate. I don't know... What's going to come out of the Hancock, Hines, high fill rotation at first base, catcher, and DH, as well as Aaron Downs? I mean, you've got guys that they are trying to get on the field and in the lineup, and it's a weird balance, and Lamonis is going to have to figure that out. But you're going to have to hit the baseball, and especially hit the baseball with runners in scoring position. I know it sounds simple. It sounds easy. And that's, and that's very... 
well and good for me to sit here and say that that's what's going to happen. At the end of the day, you have to get it done. Dakota Jordan hit a 474-foot home run against ULM. Right, Slade Alford hit a 460-foot home run. Ledbetter and Highfield have both smashed the baseball. Kellum Clark obviously can smash the baseball. Luke Hancock has a 412 batting average on the year. They've hit the baseball. I mean, they scored 30-plus runs in the first weekend. Arizona State has 18 through four games. So Mississippi State can score. Will they be able to do it against better competition, better pitching than they face against VMI and against ULM to start the year? That's the question. I mean, it's very simple to me. Chris Lamonis and company have to take two out of three. There's no doubt in my mind. If you don't win two, you're in trouble. And I'd argue at home, having already dropped two home games to VMI and ULM, in a, in a perfect world, in an ideal situation, you need to win all three of these games. You need your starting pitching to flourish. Cade Smith has to look better. Landon Gartman has to continue to pitch well. And you need Graham Antenna, Antema to shore up Saturday if that's the plan. I'm thinking it's going to be more of a group approach on Saturday, but we'll see. I think you could expect to see Bradley Lofton and or Gerangelo Sinjay at some point in the weekend for maybe 30 to 40 pitches. One, one inning of, of relief potentially for both of them. You play Southern Miss on Tuesday and you can't look ahead because that game doesn't matter if you don't win the games in front of you. But I do think there is some thought process about who you're pitching on Tuesday with how you use Gerangelo Sanjay and Bradley Lofton, your two freshman phenom pitchers. But at the end of the day, you've got to find a way to have a lead. And I think something we haven't talked about and we really haven't seen yet is you need to have a lead to hand over to Aaron Nixon in the bullpen and let him finish the deal. Aaron Nixon, the Texas transfer, he's the closer. He's a high-velocity, high-output guy who I think can be a force for you in the back end, the ninth inning, maybe a little bit of the eighth and ninth, maybe like a four-out, five-out save, but you haven't even gotten to that point yet. You blow the lead on, on Saturday against VMI. You never had a lead on Tuesday against ULM. We'll see what Aaron Nixon looks like. I think he will. You're you're going to have to have some solid bullpen play if you're Mississippi State going into this weekend against Arizona State. Because if you don't, you don't have solid bullpen play. Watch out. Arizona State only scored 18 through four. To me, you cannot be giving up eight, ten runs a game to an Arizona State offense that isn't built that way. Because if that's what happens this weekend, just wait for SEC play. Just wait. Because it's only going to get more difficult. It's only going to get more difficult as you get farther into the season. Chris Lamonis, he's, he's got equity from the national title game, but you can't continue to lose. You've got to find a way to get wins. Two wins is minimum. I think three wins is obviously the ideal situation for Chris Lamonis and this Mississippi State Bulldog baseball team. Coming up on the other side, we're going to talk SEC basketball, Mississippi State hosts Texas A&M. That's right. Texas A&M coming to Startville on Saturday, and the Bulldogs need a win to keep those NCAA tournament chances alive. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and 
Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Mississippi State. Blake Scott hosting today as we talk a little Bulldog baseball and basketball. My com- commandant, my friend, Bo Bounds, out on assignment. He's headed to Stark, Vegas, Mississippi. He's going to be monitoring the baseball games and basketball games live on hand. So we'll have all the best information to bring you next week as we uh, recap an exciting weekend of Bulldogs athletics. Mississippi State basketball uh, getting set to face Texas A&M this weekend. I'll be honest, guys. I don't know. I don't know how you want to put this down. I, I Chris Jans and company have overachieved this year, but now that you have a taste of the playoffs, you have a taste of NCAA tournament on your lips. I think state fans are desperate to get this win, desperate to get a win against Texas A&M this weekend, as Mississippi State hosts the Aggies. Uh, at that's a two thirty se- uh, SEC Network tip off on Saturday two thirty on the SEC Network ESPN basketball analytics gives the Bulldogs a fifty five percent chance to beat Texas A and M but here's the thing A and M's on a six game winning streak let me give you who Texas A and M has beat their last five games okay we've got a win against Auburn we've got a win at LSU win at home against Arkansas a win at Missouri. By the way, that's a Missouri team that Mississippi State just lost to on Tuesday night. And then you've got a win at home against Tennessee. A&M's on fire. Buzz Williams has them rocking and rolling. They're led. Um, you know, they're, very, they're a very Chris Jans-like approach. Buzz Williams, head coach of A&M. Chris Jans, head coach, head coach of Mississippi State. They've built programs predicated on two things, defense and rebounding. Really, 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 really stout defense, aggressive rebounding. Points can come after the fact, so to speak, at different times. Wade Taylor, the fourth, going to lead AM in points scored so far this season. A uh, little point guard shooting, guard, shooting guard out of Dallas, Texas. That's going to be the name to watch. Wade Taylor, the fourth for the Aggies, has been a uh, scoring threat all year. He also leads them in assists. So, I expect this is a game where both teams, they score in the 60s. They give up points in the 60s. This is going to be a drag-out grinder of a football, a basketball game, excuse me. It may feel like a football game. It may feel like a, a 1990s, 1980s defensive battle between the Bears and whoever else they're playing, right? Whatever bad offense they're playing in the NFL. That's, to me, what this game's going to be like. Tolu Smith. He, you go as Tolu Smith goes, right? You've got to get Tolu the ball. We saw against Missouri at the end of the game, in overtime, Mississippi State settled for three-pointers. They settled for too many bad shots. You didn't get Tolu Smith the ball. You end up falling to Missouri. Did you really belong in that overtime game? I don't know. Missouri was playing better during the regular regulation, but you had a chance. You got to overtime. And overtime on the road, you got a chance to get that win. It would have been a monster win for Chris Jans and company. Right now, Joe Lunardi has the Bulldogs 
last four in. They're not in a bye situation. They would have to play in the playoff game. They would have to play in the playoff game. But should Mississippi State get a win Saturday, that NCAA tournament appearance is looking a lot better. A lot, a lot better. So you got to get a win Saturday. I'm going to argue this. You're 6-9 and nine in SEC play. So Blake Scott locked on Mississippi State, powered by FanDuel. I'll say it right now. It's on record. If you lose to Texas A&M and you go to 6-10 and 10 in conference play, I don't think you're making it into the NCAA tournament. You got to win. Saturday is... This weekend is so big for Mississippi State. You need to win two out of three in, in baseball. You have to win in basketball. You have to. We saw Sam Purcell and the women's basketball team win last night. It looks like they've got their ticket punched as a last four in. They beat Arkansas in the final game uh, at home. I think Mississippi State women's basketball will make this tournament, and they'll be the last four in. If you're Chris Jans, you would like to do the same thing. The momentum of making the tournament in your first season cannot be overstated. It can't. The momentum gained from taking this roster that can't score. This is a roster that went three minutes without scoring to end the game against Missouri in regulation. And the only reason you got to overtime was because Missouri also went three minutes without scoring to end the game in regulation. This team will be better next year. Chris Jans, with what he can do recruiting-wise, with what he can do program-building-wise, his coaching, you see how good they've done a job this year with what they had on the roster. The difference in making the NCAA tournament and not making it and going to the NIT is Grand Canyon-esque. I think it is a huge deal. To be able to say that you've made the tournament year one and you can build off that is huge. Uh, you know, to me, Saturday's the biggest game Jans has had because it's the next one and it's the one he has to win. And so, yeah, it, it, is it still a great season if you lose Saturday to AM? Yes, you had a great year, especially given what you had to work with. But if you don't, if you don't win, I just think it brings a lot of the air and the momentum out of it. Mississippi State fans are clamoring for this basketball team to be good. Clamoring. I, I don't know why. I know there's a long, long, long calendar stretch of being bad at football. And so state fans held on to baseball and they held on to basketball at different times. The SEC is a football conference and a baseball conference. And Mississippi State is a football school and a baseball school. But if Chris Jantz can get things rolling and find a way into the NCAA tournament, I, I think it's the best first-year coaching job, arguably, in, in school history. It would be right up there with it. And I know it's not the same as coming in and winning a bunch of games in football in year one, although that very rarely, if ever, happens in Starville. And it's not like coming in like Chris Lamonis did, and he goes to Omaha his year, first year, and he wins a title in his third season because his second is cut short by COVID. I get that that's amazing. They had, Chris Lamont had something to work with. Chris Jans has come in and taken literal dog poo and he's turned it into diamonds. And that, to me, is just beyond impressive. So a 230 tip, A&M and Mississippi State, State favored by a pick and a half. 
uh, a point and a half. I mean, it's basically a pick em. It's basically a pick em. State favored by ESPN Analytics to win 55%, but we'll see uh, what plays out there. This is Locked On Mississippi State for Bow Bounds. I am Blake Scott. We appreciate you uh, coming along for the ride. This was an exciting first week of the show. Um, we're going to be doing incredible content. We're going to bring you the hottest, latest topics out of Starkville, Mississippi. Football, football recruiting, baseball, basketball, whatever it might be, we'll be there both for Bow Bounds and Blake Scott. Uh, Locked On Mississippi State is going to be your home for Bulldog Athletics. Thanks again for making Locked On Mississippi State your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know.